Have you ever considered the impacts of your past to your present or ever considered just how connected your life is with others? Hello, I'm Naomi, the host of Letters from the Chosen podcast. In this podcast, I share key moments from my childhood of how I went from life in rural West Africa to life in the United States. And I hope that by sharing my story, you get to see just how intricately involved God is in the details of our lives. In each episode, I hope you will take the time to reflect about your own past and be inspired to share your own story. Please share any insights you gain and let's grow together. I look forward to you joining with me each week. Let the story begin. Fish out of water. I was getting settled into my new life with George and Ruth Jones. Life there was going pretty well except for two things. First, they started giving me medicine, and then they had the audacity to enroll me into school. Well, the first thing was not going to fly with me. I had a fix for that. When the Jones gave me medicine, I would usually be seated on the couch to take it. So, when they weren't looking, I would discreetly wedge the pills down the back of the couch. I figured no one would ever move the couch, so the likelihood of me being found out was pretty slim. I was wary of consuming anything that did not look like food, especially when it was only given to me. Now the latter problem posed to be a bit more challenging. Initially, I was looking forward to going to school. I had this idea that school was a place for me to hang out with my friends, get good food, and have fun playing games. Little did I know. There's a photograph of me wearing my new school uniform with my backpack on, grinning from ear to ear. Like I said, I was very excited about school, initially. What also made school so exciting was the fact that I got to ride there on Mr. Jones' motorcycle. He would drop me off at the school before he headed off to the hospital. I'd never seen a motorcycle before, never been on it, but it quickly became my favorite mode of transportation, mainly due to all the attention I got from my people when I rode up to the school front yard. I remember all the stairs as we roared up to the courtyard. I soaked up the attention like a dry dish rag consuming up spilt milk. What a sight we were to behold. Here was this tall, red-headed man on a motorcycle with this brown-skinned little girl on the back. In our area, we rarely had white Americans visit and I'd never seen one myself until I met the Jones. The only time we usually saw them was on TV or in school books. Since I didn't have either, it was my first encounter with someone who was not Ghanaian. But to me, they were people, just like me. So I enjoyed getting ready for school and traveling to school on the motorcycle, but That was about it. Actually, attending school was another matter entirely. I'd never been in a classroom or held a pencil. Never had I written something down. 
So the idea of school was a whole new concept, and I was in for a rude awakening. During class, we would mostly copy letters and words posted by our teacher. So the tasks weren't that hard in of themselves, but the foreignness of it all made even the simplest of tasks appear mountainous. There was one barrier in the classroom that I never foresaw. Language. So even though I was being taught by local Ghanaian who spoke my language, we were taught in English and our assignments were also in English. English was very new for me and I was just learning how to speak it. So not only did I not know the letters, but I did not recognize the words that they formed. I was lost, and it was slowly becoming evident to my teacher. One day, our teacher went around asking for our homework. I had no idea what the homework assignment was or what I was supposed to have done. He told the class that every child who had not completed their assignment was to sit in the corner of the room and receive a beating after the lesson. Never had my heart pounded so much with fear. I was shaking like a leaf and sobbing in the corner of the room. I cried and sniffled throughout the entire lesson, feeling much like a prisoner waiting for my sentencing. I was so scared of being beat by my teacher because I'd seen another boy screaming with pain getting whipped by a schoolmaster. If a grown boy was brought to tears, I didn't know if I'd live to tell the story. Well, to my relief, my instructor had mercy on me. He decided not to beat us, and he let us go at the end of class. He probably felt bad, but maybe my cries were sufficient enough to show just how remorseful I was about my incomplete assignment. He would occasionally give us writing tasks or additional practice activities to complete. But by the time I came home, I either forgot about it, and if I remembered, I didn't know what to do. It was out of sight, out of mind when I got home. I was eager to play and forget all about my troubles at school. Needless to say that I found out the school was much more difficult than I had thought and it required a lot more work than I expected. So I did put in some effort. I did my best to follow along with the teacher during his instructions and copy down whatever was written. But I didn't retain much. I would have to relearn the concepts later. I'm sure my teacher was excellent. I just needed extra support, someone to sit down and work with me, at my level. At school, I was lost in the sea of students. There's a quote by Albert Einstein that helped me to understand the necessity for individualized learning goals for students. Because truth be told, children don't all start at the same place in life. He said, and I quote, everybody is a genius 
but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. I was a fish out of water at home and at school, so I didn't think I was very smart. Before all this, I thought I was brilliant amongst my friends in my local town. We could fend for ourselves in any situation, and we were the ones who could convince the school children to give us some of their food. But in my new environment, I struggled with the simplest tasks. But a fish out of water can be successful. It just needs the right environment. All it needs is the right bowl, and it can swim laps around whatever tree is planted in it.